The information presented on this program is provided for informational purposes only, without warranty of accuracy, completeness, or suitability for a particular purpose. This program is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, legal, or tax advice. This information is general in nature and not specific enough to be construed as advice. You should not make any decision based on the information presented on this program without independent consultation with an appropriately licensed professional or competent advisor. Investment in securities or the market involves a potential risk for loss of principal. Trading, therefore, may not be suitable for all listeners. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Withdrawals of growth from annuities may be taxable as ordinary income in the year it is taken. Individuals should review contracts for specific details of the product's features and costs. Early withdrawals may subject the owner to penalties, fees, or taxes. For millions of Americans who retire every year, the task of ensuring that your money is working hard enough to provide you with a consistent paycheck can make the job of working for that paycheck seem easy. Retirement doesn't signal the end of financial worry. In fact, for the majority of retirees, it's just the beginning. The assets you have built must be able to provide you and your family with financial security for all the years to come. That's why you need a game plan for retirement, making sure you have a plan and that your money is working hard to provide you with an income you can depend on. This is your Game Plan for Retirement. And welcome in to your Game Plan for Retirement, the show that challenges some of the traditional financial planning concepts and what we are finding to be outdated conventional wisdom on what it takes to build for and achieve financial and retirement success. We talk about newer models that are proving to provide for greater opportunity of financial freedom. And we always check in with our resource here on the program in Pittsburgh, your local resource, Brian Coranta of Secure Money Advisors. Brian, welcome back in to your Game Plan for Retirement. Thank you very much. Good to be with you again. Well, it's always a pleasure whenever we get the opportunity to speak with you and get insight on some of the challenges that we're facing in this new economy and some of the methods that are helping people overcome them. And just as a refresher as we get going here, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Coranta provides this information to us here on the program. But if you have specific questions or concerns about your own game plan for retirement, he makes his time available to you and is just a phone call away. 800 963 the number to call. That's 800-963-0131. And he does make his time available to you, whether it's just a couple questions over the phone, or if you'd like to come in for that complimentary financial and retirement review and evaluation. And while it may not be the most favorite topic on everyone's mind, it certainly is timely. Let's talk today, Brian, about the timely topic of taxes. And I'm going to start you off here with a little bit of a fact or fiction, myth or misconception that you can discuss if you would. Uh, People are under the belief that I will be paying lower taxes in retirement. I know that, Brian, you help people transition from their work and career to retirement. Are the people that you talk to finding this to be true? Typically not. I mean, we're either seeing that people are relatively paying the same amount um, or they're paying more uh, solely due to the fact that any withdrawals from retirement accounts count as income. And typically when people are retired, they start withdrawing money to supplement their income. And if they're taking a significant withdrawal from that retirement plan, it's all counting as as income and being reported that way. So we typically see either people paying the same or a little bit more. So we need to understand that while this is the understanding and the impression that a lot of people have that they will be paying lower taxes in retirement by the way that we are saving, deferring and delaying paying those taxes in those employer sponsored or tax deferred retirement accounts. Ladies and gentlemen, that may or may not be the case for you. And you need to understand whether or not 
in actuality, you will be paying the same or lower taxes in retirement because certainly that's going to affect how much of your money you get to keep. And again, if you have questions about that, give Brian a call, 800-963-0131. But Brian, we hear uh, Sean Hannity talking about our new political environment and the fact that uh, the Trump tax plan intends to take us potentially to lower tax brackets. I just have to wonder at a certain point in time with the debt and deficit that we have in this country, is the simple mathematics going to overtake that and basically force Washington's hand into keeping our taxes the same or maybe even increasing those into the future and what effect that might have on those tax deferred dollars? I don't uh, know if you want to make any political comments there, but what is your impression of the demographics of our population and the debt and deficit and whether or not low lower taxes is really sustainable into the future. That's the million dollar question, isn't it? I mean, you know, with the deficit that we have right now, you can only think that taxes will continue to go up. Uh, I think we would all like to be optimistic thinking that someday we might see some tax relief. But the reality is that, you know, the majority of people out there saving for retirement have used some type of tax deferred account. And, you know, the IRS knows exactly how much money are in those retirement accounts. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that will come into my office and bring me articles about, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the IRS or the government being able to actually take the money directly from their retirement accounts. And I think that's a little bit of a uh, far-fetched idea. I don't think we'll ever see that. But at the end of the day, you've got to believe that, um, you know, that we are going to continue to see a tax increase. I, I just don't see taxes going down in the future with the amount of debt that our country has at this point. Well, a few years ago, Brian, Cyprus was the big buzzword and everybody was worried that at some point in time, the same type of thing could happen here where they just shut our bank doors and we wake up a week later, finally able to access our accounts, yet there's less money in them because the government has confiscated our wealth. Effectively, by deferring and delaying paying our taxes and leaving that as a postponed yet unfunded uh, payment to the IRS, and liability, they didn't have to or wouldn't have to shutter the bank doors. All they would have to do to confiscate a little bit more of our wealth is to incrementally raise tax rates. Is that true or false? Or what's your comment on that? So tax rates can go up in the future. They could go down in the future. But if you haven't paid taxes yet, such on a tax deferred retirement plan, you're probably going to see taxes uh, go up. Well, Brian, as you mentioned, the IRS is not going to forget about those tax deferred dollars. Their memory is better than elephants and they keep up with uh, the exact balance of those tax deferred accounts. And what we need to understand is that every dollar we earn, every dollar we save and put away has some type of tax plan attached to it, whether it's our plan or Uncle Sam's plan. And I know that there are basically three buckets of money, uh, taxable, tax deferred and tax free. Can you talk about those different buckets and how we get into each one of those? Sure. Well, most people today that are retiring typically are retiring with the majority of their money in some type of tax-deferred retirement account. These are pre-tax dollars that go into a retirement account. This is typically happening when you're working. Um, every time you make a contribution, your employer is probably matching that contribution into a plan like a 401k or a 403b or a 457 plan, which are all pre-tax dollars. And this is kind of the old, what would you rather pay taxes on, the, the seed or the harvest, right? And unfortunately, with these types of accounts, tax-deferred retirement accounts, we're paying taxes on the harvest. Unless you have a Roth IRA, 
the money you withdraw from a retirement savings is subject to ordinary income tax. So if your effective tax rate is 15% and let's say you were to withdraw $30,000 a year from your 401k, prepare to fork over about $4,500 to the IRS. And the same holds true for your pension plan withdrawals, uh, which are also taxed at ordinary income. And furthermore, if you have an annuity, a portion of uh, your distributions may be taxable as well. So knowing what to expect tax-wise can definitely help you prepare and better manage your money. So you definitely want to read up on the rules so that you can maximize your withdrawals and make sure that uh, you're paying the least amount of taxes in the future. But, you know, the, the, the real challenge, uh, Peter, is the fact that, you know, if you look at one of my favorite accounts out there, the Roth IRA, which is an after-tax account that you can put money into and all future earnings are tax-free and all future withdrawals are tax-free. The only problem with that is that you can only put about $5,000 a year in there. If you're over the age of 55, uh, you can maximize that up to $6,500 a year. But, you know, that doesn't give you a whole lot of savings power on a year-to-year basis. So to build or accumulate an account in a Roth account is going to take quite a few years to be able to do that. So you really want to make sure that you're maximizing all of your tax deductions and making sure ultimately that uh, you've got money in after-tax buckets, uh, tax-free buckets, and of course, tax-deferred buckets. And again, those different accounts and having those different buckets are going to give you a little bit more control ultimately over creating income in retirement. Therefore, Brian may be taking advantage of some opportunities to decrease taxes in certain years or for certain reasons and having a ripple effect potentially on the amount of social security that we ultimately get to keep. As an example, you know, let's say that you were to have money in an after-tax account. From a tax perspective, if you're utilizing that type of account, by the time you reach retirement, being smart about the type of investments you're making when you want to start to maybe withdraw that money certainly can help reduce and bring down your your taxable income rate. Brian, you've talked about on this program previously that the number one fear of retirees or pre-retirees that you talk to is eventually running out of money in retirement. With this lump sum that we're looking at as our retirement nest egg and for so many people the majority of that money being tax deferred now having to account not only for the income that we need but also the tax payment that is due when we create that income do you see that that compounds or even accelerates the rate that we may run out of money if we don't do careful and proper planning one of the things that we do really well uh, at our practice is is making sure that we take into account for example if somebody wanted an income stream of $1,000 a month uh, and we're taking that income from a tax deferred account like a uh, an IRA or, or, or a 401k or a 403b, we have to account that if they want to net out $12,000, we're going to have to take out much more than that. So you have to look at what the gross distribution is going to be and then look at what the net is to determine what the real drawdown of that money is going to be. And a lot of people don't take that into account. And what they find out later on is that they're running short and they might possibly run out of money. And I'll tell you, the worst day of retirement is not the day you run out of money. The worst day of retirement is about five years prior to run out. And you know that that day is coming and there's nothing you can do about it. 
But Brian, in your practice there at Secure Money Advisors, I know that you spend a lot of time on helping people make the transition successfully from their paycheck to now living off of their assets and making their way through retirement. With that being your focus, I am certain that the income planning is something that you spend a lot of time on and that you help people make sure that their income plan accounts for things such as taxes, as well as longevity and the consistency of the income that they can create. The real thing that people have to realize is that a lot of people are still walking around in retirement with an investment plan. An investment plan is a very unpredictable strategy, meaning a lot has to go right in order for it to work, especially if you have a diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds. You have no idea what the rates of returns are going to be. And, you know, the typical advice for people out there is to follow a uh, a basic rule called the 4% rule, which basically means if you have a million dollars, they're telling us that you could pull out comfortably about $40,000 a year. The reality is, though, uh, the Wall Street Journal recently came out and said, look, the 4% rule really doesn't hold anymore due to the current economic conditions. You know, we see a lot of volatility anymore. I just met with somebody the other day that was working with a pretty large investment firm, and he showed me his 24-month statement. Uh, He was at $218,000 at the beginning of that 24-month period, and at the end of that 24-month period, he was at $219,000. So if you subtracted out the fees that he paid, to have that uh, managed, he only netted out a 0.67% rate of return. If he was withdrawing money from that, he's going to deplete that principal very, very, very quickly. So what we like to do is the foundation to any good plan. And when I say retirement plan, we're talking about a completely different strategy than an investment plan. An investment plan is something that you hope and pray is going to work. A retirement plan starts off with building a foundation for income. If you're not having a conversation about income, then you're not focused on retirement. This is a point in time in which you no longer have money coming in anymore from work. You're working on fixed incomes like Social Security and pensions. And to make up the difference in what you might need for income is going to be a withdrawal from your retirement plan. So you need a strategy in place that starts with the income plan so we can actuarially determine how much money can come out each year without ever running out of money. And that is built off of good guarantees from good, strong, stable companies. And hope is not a plan. Unfortunately, so many people's plan relies on the hope that the market will be agreeable to their need to have sustainable and secure income. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not necessarily going to work out each and every time. And just ask people who tried to or intended to retire in 2001 or 2002 or 2007 and 2008. And we are in a good place right now in the market. Maybe this is an opportunity to examine how much your nest egg could produce for an income for you in the future, or at least how much risk you have to that nest egg. What has it done in previous downturns in the economy? It's certainly better to review and evaluate that and the appropriateness of the level of risk that you have when the market is up rather than when the market is down. So if you would like to review your game plan for retirement, get a better handle on the amount of risk that you have in your portfolio, and talk about a plan for generating income that is consistent and will meet your needs into and through retirement, pick up the phone and give a call 800-963-0131, the number to reach Brian. Again, that's 
800-529-0131. And on today's program, Brian, we're talking about the timely topic of taxes. Not everybody's favorite topic, but what we have covered so far is that each and every dollar that we earn has a tax plan. And by and large, the vast majority of the American public, if they are saving for retirement, which you should be, ladies and gentlemen, they're doing so in one bucket that is the tax-deferred bucket through their 401k plan at work. Can you talk to us for a little bit about the benefits and disadvantages of the 401k, or at least what we need to be aware of as we are making the decision to save money there? Sure. You know, I mean, I, I think, you know, what we were all taught about the advantages of the 401k is the fact that uh, if we deposit money into that account, we're going to get some type of match from our employer. And that's typically what happens today. I mean, if you're working for an employer and you're fortunate enough that they're providing a 401k plan, when you make a contribution, they're going to make maybe a 50% contribution to match yours. So great advantage of it, obviously, is that there's some free money there with the employer contribution. What I don't like about the plans and, and and have been very challenging for a lot of people is that as those plans grow and as they get bigger, when we start to take money out of those plans, we've got to pay taxes on it. And not only that, but if you need to take the money out prior to the age of 59 and a half, you're looking at a 20% mandatory tax withholding along with a 10% penalty from the IRS. Today, we're finally getting some transparency on some of these 401k plans where we're also looking at the cost of these plans and how much people are really paying in fees within these plans. And what's interesting is that a lot of these fees are hidden and you don't see them. The other disadvantage is the fact that we're pretty limited to the options that we can invest in within a 401k plan. The average 401k plan typically only has about 15 to 25 different options. So if those options aren't performing well, there's no place for you really to go. So with those limited options, options with those consequences or at least what we need to be aware of as far as the tax implications of our money. The 401k is available and it's something that a lot of people are taking advantage of. But Brian, it's kind of out of sight and out of mind. It's done automatically. And on one hand, that's a good thing that the savings is at least getting done and that we don't really have too much of a hand in not doing it. It's done before we even see our paycheck. But do you find that because it is so automatic that those limited choices and options are sometimes overlooked and that the 401k does not get the kind of attention that maybe it should on a regular basis? Absolutely. I mean, most people, uh, if you ask them, you know, about their 401k, they'll typically tell you, I don't know. I don't look at it. The money just goes directly in it. So people are not paying attention to it like they'd be paying attention to an account that maybe is being personally managed by them at maybe a discount brokerage firm like a Vanguard or an Ameritrade, or maybe if they're working with an advisor, it's not getting nearly the attention. So you mentioned a, a term earlier, and actually, I don't think you used exactly this term, but uh, saved on tax by making the 401k contribution is people's impression of what they are doing. However, we're not truly saving on those taxes necessarily, are we? Not really, because, you know, we're getting a tax break right now on that. But in the future, we're forced to take money out of that account, whether we want to or not. And we have so many clients that are in a position to where maybe they don't need income. All they want to do is just continue to grow that money tax deferred. But the IRS says, hey, you know what? Time's up. It's time for you to start paying up. And that happens at the magical age of, of 70 and a half. That's what we call the required minimum distribution. And that money has to come out of there when they tell you it has to come out and it has to come out in the proper amount. And if you fail to do that, there's a 50% penalty. So 
if you were required to take $10,000 out and you forgot to do it, it would be a $5,000 mistake. It's a huge tax trap for a lot of people. And it's very frustrating because for most folks, they might not need that income at all, but now all of a sudden they're going to be forced to start taking it, which means as that money comes out of the plan, it's going to be added to their income, which for a lot of people is going to drive them into a higher tax bracket. And I, you did use the correct term. I've reviewed the video footage. You said you deferred on taxes by saving in a 401k plan, but somewhere along the lines that got muddled and people believe that they are saving on taxes by doing so. It's just a postponement. That tax is going to be due eventually. And when we bring money home, it has the habit of getting spent. So effectively, we've spent the money that we saved on something that we're still going to owe at a later date. And people need to understand the implications of that because being purposed for retirement, this account is ultimately going to affect us very much when we do retire in the amount of income that we are able to create for ourselves. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not a discussion of whether or not the 401k is a good thing, because I think that, uh, and Brian, you can correct me if I'm wrong or in your impression, that it is a good thing that people are saving, but we just need to be aware of the pros and cons of the decisions that we are making with our money. Absolutely. I mean, there are other accounts out there that are available that you can save in that in the future, the money can be taken out tax free. And on top of it, there are accounts available out there that if you want to retire early, let's say at the age of 50, that you can start to withdraw that money without a 10% penalty. And people aren't aware of those accounts because typically the main accounts that we always hear about are IRAs and 401ks. And they have been mainstreamed into the language of what people should be doing for retirement. But as you indicated there, Brian, especially when it comes to those RMDs, there is still typically a debt to the IRS that is plaguing retirees in today's economy. And a lot of people are very, very proud and rightfully so that they are debt free in retirement. There's even a whole show that's just about being debt free out there. But when you get to retirement, Brian, you may see this in your office and people have this lump sum balance that has grown to a pretty sizable amount by the time they retire and they feel like they're prepared right inside that account. What looks to be a positive number is actually a debt to the IRS. And if you don't believe it that way, then wait till 70 and a half, as you indicated, Brian. That's right. I mean, if you think about your IRA balance, let's say you have a half a million dollars in IRA money, about half of that is going to belong to the IRS. And if you don't believe me, here's the reality of the situation. Let's say you're 70 and a half. Well, the IRS is going to start making you take money out of that account. Let's say a few years later you die. What happens to the money then? Well, that money most likely is going to pass to your beneficiary. Now, if your beneficiary is not aware of some tax strategies, such as what we call an inherited IRA, if that beneficiary takes that money, all $500,000 is going to count as income to that beneficiary. If that beneficiary now is earning, let's say, $100,000 on their own, they're going to pay income taxes on over $600,000. That'll put them in the highest tax bracket there is, and about half of that money will be wiped out in taxes. Now, there's a little unknown code in the tax guidelines that allow the beneficiary to take that money over as what we call an inherited IRA. And the beneficiary can actually move that money from your retirement account over to a retirement account in their benefit, and the IRS will not hit them with any taxes on that transfer. However, there's one catch. The beneficiary must start taking money out of that account immediately in the year that they receive it. But 
those withdrawals will be spread out over such a long period of time that and the taxes will be spread out such over such a long period of time that the IRS will never be able to catch up. And this is really where we have to think, especially with these tax deferred accounts, because most people retiring today are retiring and their largest sum of money is in these tax deferred accounts. So not only do we have to have good tax strategies in place for when they start to take income, but when the good Lord decides to take them home, we better have a good tax strategy on how we're going to transfer that wealth to the next generation. And you need to understand these strategies and options, ladies and gentlemen, in order to make the most of your money during your lifetime and beyond. And Brian Caranta can have that conversation with you and make sure that you are aware and educated on the strategies and options that are available to you and help you gauge what is appropriate for your situation and your specific goals. 800-963-0131 is the number to call to have that conversation. And Brian extends his time to you on a complimentary, no cost, no obligation basis, whether it's just a couple questions over the phone or you'd like to come in to have a more detailed discussion about the specifics of your situation. Again, the number 800-963-0131. And again, circling back here, Brian, what we need to understand is that every dollar has some type of tax plan associated with it. However, I think that during this time of year, especially most folks thought process on taxes is reactive. We're only looking backwards at last year, trying to do whatever we can to save and pay as little as the government will allow us to for what we already owe from last year's income. But we're forgetting that financial planning, key word there is planning, not reacting, looking forward. We're forgetting to plan for future years to minimize that tax liability. That's right. And that's why it's important that you have a good income plan in place so you can see year after year what the impact of the income is going to have on your overall tax situation, especially as you start to move into those later years when you're going to have no control of the amount of money that needs to come out of those retirement accounts and the IRS is going to start to dictate the amount of money that needs to come out. And you're going to have to plan for that and there's a calculation to do that. And if we have a plan in place, we can find the most effective tax strategies to minimize the taxes at that point in time. Well, key is control, ladies and gentlemen, and you want to do what you can to, as much as possible, morally, legally, and ethically, reduce and minimize your tax liability. And to talk about those strategies and options that you do have available to you and find out where they're appropriate, again, Brian Quaranta is here as your resource, making his time available on a complimentary basis for you. 800-963-0131, the number to call. That's 800-963-0131. An excellent opportunity for you to place that call now as we do have to take another quick break, but we'll be right back with more with Brian Quaranta here on Your Game Plan for Retirement in just a moment. And welcome back into Your Game Plan for Retirement, ladies and gentlemen, because in this new economy, we are finding new challenges to achieving financial success and stability, and therefore a new generation of workers, savers, and retirees needs new thinking on how to ultimately achieve financial and retirement success. And that's why each and every week on the program, we turn to our resource, the man with the common sense approach to planning for that more secure retirement, Brian Quaranta of Secure Money Advisors. And he is our resource on the program, but ladies and gentlemen, in and around the Pittsburgh area and all surrounding communities, he is your local resource. And if you hear the program and have questions or concerns of your own on a financial nature, or would like to take Brian up on the valuable opportunity that he extends to you for that complimentary review of your specific game plan for retirement, pick up the phone and give a call, 800-963-0131. That's 800 963 
800-200-0131, the number to call and talk to Brian. Now, Brian, we've been talking about the timely topic of taxes here, and I think it was Judge Learned Hand, who was deemed the most famous judge in American history never to be on the Supreme Court, who said that it's no man's patriotic duty to pay in tax any more than the law requires. What is your interpretation of that and uh, paying our fair share is, is such the buzzword these days? You know, I think it's H&R Block that does the commercial where they tell you that the majority of Americans are overpaying by billions. I think they had a commercial uh, that said, America, get your billions back. And the, the reality is most people are overpaying in taxes, maybe because they don't have good tax advice or they don't have good tax strategies in place. Most CPAs out there will just kind of do the basic. You know, a CPA's job is to not get you audited. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of every tax loophole that you can legally. And you want to know of every tax saving advantage that you can get. And, you know, working with the right people that have the right knowledge and surrounding yourself with a good financial team, people can do that type of work for you. And a lot of people are using subpar planners, they're using subpar tax accountants, and they're just not getting the advice that they need. And they're missing a lot of deductions and they're missing a lot of future tax planning strategies that can not only save them, but their families a lot of money. And I think people know that in the back of their mind in certain circumstances, Brian, and nothing against CPAs or tax preparers or accountants. A lot of times they are doing their job to the T, to their job description and doing a good job of it. But there could be things that are being missed or overlooked or opportunities to pay a little bit less because the law does not require us to pay as much as we are paying. And when people uh, are overlooking those opportunities, I think that that's money slipping through the cracks that could be working harder for them, keeping that money in their pockets, making the outlook for retirement that much more prosperous. That's right. Hey, you know, one of my favorite ones is just decluttering and reaping a tax break. You know, if, if one of your New Year's resolutions is to simply declutter your life like most people's is, now's the time to get going because you can make money by donating all of those things you no longer need or want in your life. You know, there, there are many charitable organizations that accept items other than cash, such as clothing and books, electronics, household items. Deduction uh, is limited, obviously, to whatever the, the fair market value of the item is. But if the item's in good condition, it can be deducted. If And most people think that they can only deduct up to $500 in charitable donating. But if you actually donate more than that, you just grab Form 8283, which is a non-cash charitable contribution, and fill it out with some details, and it'd be well worth your effort. You can get a nice tax deduction for decluttering your life and giving the charity. Well, spring is right around the corner. May not necessarily feel like it, but it'll be here before we know it. And a lot of people do that spring cleaning to get some of that decluttering done. But a lot of people have you know, various financial statements and accounts splintered all over the place, maybe a lot to get a handle on and keep track of to formulate their plan. Plan. Financial decluttering might be something that we can find some additional opportunities or money falling through the cracks, Brian. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, one of the things that we do really well is financial organization. And I think when you finally get financially organized, it gives you the 30,000 foot view that you need to make good decisions. See, what I see a lot of times is people come in with their pile of stuff, right? They've got investment accounts all over the place and they're not really sure what they have. One of the things we do is we put together a very simple and clean 
asset summary. And what this does for people is it separates out their non-retirement accounts from their retirement accounts, their traditional IRAs from their Roth IRAs, their life insurance policies, their long-term care, their real estate. This way they can see all on one page where all of their accounts are. Once you've got it organized in that fashion, now the real planning begins and the real clarity happens. And when you have clarity, the stuff that you can do as far as planning now and in the future, you really maximize what you get from your plan when you have the ability to see everything in a very clear format. Uh, not only that, but you know, it's important that we keep all of those documentations in one place. A lot of people have uh, different filing cabinets or they have it all in one filing cabinet. Shoeboxes. Like Shoeboxes. <laughs> we, that's Guilty. right. <laughs> right. And what we want to do is we want to get all of that stuff in one place. And we call that our financial inventory binder. And I'll tell you, when we put this financial inventory binder together for people, the peace of mind that they get, the ability to have all of that in one spot, they know if anything happens to them, that all of the statements are in the binder, the wills in the binder, all the insurance policies are in the binder, a summary of everything that they own is in the binder. I can't tell you, and I don't know the exact statistic on this, but I can tell you there's billions of dollars of unclaimed life insurance every single year because dad had an old life insurance policy that he forgot about or he threw out the policy accidentally and nobody claimed it. So, you know, we want a high level of organization when it comes to planning, because I'll tell you, once you're organized, now you can get really creative in the planning process because you know where everything is. Or even between spouses, I would imagine, Brian. I know that, and I don't want to be stereotypical here, so let's just remove that out of it actually and just say that one person sometimes handles the finances to a higher degree than the other in the uh, cooperation between married couples. And therefore, if that person happens to pass away first, a lot of times the second who didn't have as great a handle on the finances is left with that financial clutter or even worse, not knowing where to look. I'm certain that having a resource such as that all in one binder would be a, a blessing to that person to know where to turn, to know who to talk to, to know where to go, especially when sources of income such as social security or pensions might be disappearing at the same time. That's right. You know, I'll tell you, as I said earlier in the show, any good retirement plan starts with the income plan. That is the foundation to the plan. The reason why it's so important to put together that income plan is because as a married couple, you might be earning a certain dollar amount together. If your spouse dies, there's going to be an immediate loss of income and things are going to change. And one of the things that we do for our clients and for potential clients that come in and meet with us is we want to look at what does the income look like now while you're both living and what does the income look like if one of you dies so we can see what the income drop is. It's important to do that because I'll tell you, the best time to plan for that stuff and make decisions is when both people are still alive. The last thing you want to be doing is making decisions at the time of death when you're going through a very tough time emotionally and really can't think clearly. You want to map all of that out in the beginning. You know, the average loss of income for a married couple, according to AARP, is about 40%. That's a lot of income to lose. Having this stuff thought out ahead of time, and I always joke around and I say, you know, women absolutely love coming to my office because I can kill their husband right in my conference room and show them what will happen. 
<laughs> and of course, you know, uh, the, the men enjoy it too, but all joking aside, you know, it's important to look at and see what would happen, not only from a tax perspective, but also from an income perspective, if you lost a spouse. And when we put together that income plan here at Secure Money Advisors, we're accounting for all of that. This way, when those bad, we can make all of those bad things happen on paper so that when they actually do happen, there is no panic. There is no anxiety because the plan continues to run smoothly because it's all been thought out. Well, I need to have a conversation with my wife and, and you then, Brian, I, I think, because as you're talking about this, I'm I'm thinking about my own situation and I tend to think of my finances and my money very mathematically. Addition and subtraction. Money comes in on one side, money goes out on the other side. Whatever's left over is a simple product of addition and subtraction and, and mathematics. But, you know, there's a lot of emotion behind my money too and even more behind my family. And I would do just about anything to make sure that my family is protected. And uh, in this conversation, realizing that I might not be doing the best things to address my first and foremost priority, which is not the money, but the protection of my family. And having that binder, having that easy to understand one page financial summary and review would be, I think, something that uh, my personal situation would be beneficial. And I believe that there are probably many other people out there that would benefit from the same type of thing. You know, planning is all about creating peace of mind. And when you have peace of mind, you get to enjoy your time here on earth. And most people are walking around on eggshells, not really knowing what's going to happen. And our goal here at Secure Money Advisors is to give individuals peace of mind with their finances. And I'll tell you, there's nothing complicated about what we do. And you know, in life, the simple things are the most powerful things. And that's what we bring people through, a very simple planning process and getting them highly organized. That alone changes everything. You know, not only do we need to think about what would happen if my wife died or my or your husband died, you have to really think about what happens when both of you die. Because if we go back to the tax discussion about beneficiaries inheriting retirement accounts, if those are inherited the wrong way, those beneficiaries are looking possibly at losing up to half of that money. So if you don't have a good plan in place to even transfer the money to the next generation, and even if you're one of those people that say, you know what, I don't care about my kids. I hope we die broke. My kids are much better off than I am. You know what? At the end of the day, you're going to die with some money. And I can promise you, you'd rather see your family get it or a charity get it than the IRS get it. And we're not doing anything wrong here except following the current tax code. And we want to make sure that we think all of that out. And I'll tell you, legacy planning is a big part of the process also. And there are great ways out there that you can leave a lot of tax-free money to your family, even if you have a retirement account. I had an individual come in, they had about $500,000 in an IRA account, and they were at that point that where they had to take those required minimum distributions, they didn't need the income. And what we did was we showed them how to leverage those required minimum distributions and create a bucket of tax-free money for their kids over 
over $1.5 million of tax-free money. So we took a little bit of money from the IRA account that we had to take because of the required minimum distributions, and we leveraged that into a certain type of account that allowed these individuals to pass over $1.5 million to their kids tax-free. Well, informed people make better decisions, ladies and gentlemen, and if you would like to have that plan in place and have everybody informed and have those conversations or at least so people know where to look, come in, talk with Brian Quaranta there at Secure Money Advisors, get that financial binder or get that easy to understand one to two page financial report and have a better handle so that everybody is more informed and making better decisions. If you would like to come in, talk with Brian, or even just begin by asking a couple questions over the phone, he makes his time available to you on a complimentary basis and can make things a little bit more simpler for each step in the process along the way toward achieving your important financial goals. The number to call to take him up on the offer for his time on a complimentary basis is 800-963-0131. That's 800 963 0131. And in fact, Brian's made a great resource available, ladies and gentlemen. If, if you would like to receive the report, avoid the common pitfalls that can ruin retirement, just pick up the phone and give Brian a call. He's got that report available and you can benefit from the information contained in that and avoid some of those common pitfalls. So again, to receive a copy of the report, avoid the common pitfalls that can ruin retirement, simply pick up the phone and give Brian Quaranta's office at Secure Money Advisors a call, 800 963 800-963-0131. Very valuable information in that report, ladies and gentlemen. Brian, we have been talking on today's program about the timely topic of taxes. It's a pain this time of year. I think this is about the only time of year that people really focus on taxes. We forget about it a lot of the other times. And that may be why we are making some of the financial decisions that we do that leads to further pain down the road. We talked earlier about the pros and cons of the 401k and that there are obviously some of both. There are some benefits. There are some disadvantages. I think despite that conversation, however, Brian, we need to understand that if there is a match on the table, maybe that's something that we should be taking advantage of. What do you think? Yeah, I think maximizing your retirement plan contributions is a wise thing to do. I mean, if your employer offers a 401k or any other type of deferred pension plan, make every effort to contribute the maximum amount allowable, especially if your employer matches your contributions. Otherwise, you're just leaving money on the table that could benefit you in your retirement. I mean, think of the employer match as an immediate 100% return on your money. Even if there's no match, all the funds are tax deferred and grow tax-free. So if your employer does not offer a retirement plan, then consider making contributions to a traditional individual retirement account or even a Roth IRA. The Roth IRA obviously is a, is a little bit of a more tax-advantaged account. You're not going to get an immediate tax deduction, but of course, any uh, tax-free growth or income in the future is tax-free. And a Roth IRA gets rid of those pesty required minimum distributions at the age of 70 and a half. So I'm all for the 401k match. I think you're leaving money on the table if you don't do it. Well, I'm trying to think, Brian, of an example of a parallel to the pay me now or pay me later that we enter into when we defer paying taxes on those 401k or retirement account contributions. And the best that I can come up with is this and, and follow me along here. See if this makes sense to you. Um, 
each and every time I pay my mortgage payment, I pay a pretty hefty amount of interest on that. And the, the benefit to that is that I take this mortgage interest tax deduction every time I do it. So same way I'm getting a tax deduction when I'm making contributions to my 401k, I'm getting a similar kind of tax deduction when I make that mortgage payment. But when I finally pay off my home, if the government said, by the way, because you took that tax deduction, we own a little bit of your home, and I didn't know how much that was going to be, I probably wouldn't take that arrangement. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. That's a great way to look at it because we are getting a tax deduction. And as this account builds up, the partner that we have in this retirement account is the IRS. They're the largest partner in this account. As the 401 continues to grow, more and more of that balance that's in there belongs to the IRS, unlike the home where you own all of it once it's paid off. Okay, so my analogy there did make sense. I, I appreciate you humoring me there. And my other thought on that is, Brian, that a lot of people are very proud of the fact that they've got a paid off home once they retire or it's a goal around retirement time, which they should be proud of, but they might actually owe more to the IRS inside of that 401k balance that they're looking at as a positive than what the home is even worth. Because, you know, the IRS makes up all of the rules with these retirement accounts and they can change these rules anytime they want. So we don't really know what to expect because right now, let's just say under current tax rates, let's just say that they own a, a quarter of the IRA balance. But if tax rates go up, they're going to be their share of that. 401k balance is going to become greater and greater and greater. Unlike the home where once it's paid off, they don't own a portion of that. Well, I know it's all about control and as much as possible, we all hope to be able to control our money, our assets, and therefore our retirement destiny. And there are certain opportunities along the way to take greater control, whether it's the choices and options that we are making inside of our 401ks or Brian, there are opportunities to take control of the assets inside of the 401k. And can you talk about those? Because I'm not sure that everybody is aware of all of the opportunities that they have to take control of their 401k. What a lot of people aren't aware of is that, you know, a lot of people think that you have to wait until you're retired to roll over your 401k, but that's just not true anymore. The 401k plans actually provide something now called an in-service withdrawal. Now, not all plans offer this, but the majority of them do now. So this would mean if you reach the attained age of 59 and a half and you're still working, you are going to be eligible to roll over that 401k plan, which is a great advantage to you because as we talked earlier, typically a 401k limits what you can put your money into. Typically a 401k might only have 15 to 20 different investment options. And if you reach the age of 59 and a half and you're three years from retirement or five years from retirement, this is when you want to start to reduce your risk anyway. And you're going to want to start to peel that money out of the 401k and start getting that money principal protected and guaranteed and set up for future income. You know, what's interesting is that if you think about the 401k, you know, the grand experiment in our country right now is that the 401k replaced the pension. And 
what's happening is when people retire, they continue to take risk with that money. But what they have to realize is that that 401k represents their pension. And so they have to treat it like a pension. Now, what's great about doing an in-service withdrawal at the age of 59 and a half is that you can do the withdrawal of the money and the account stays open and you're still eligible to continue to make contributions and get employer matching, which is a fantastic thing. Well, I'm certain, Brian, that if we are going to take those steps to take more control, that we need to do so very carefully in order to avoid any potential unintended tax consequences with those dollars that we're rolling out and taking control of. We probably need to have the consultation of a qualified professional in order to do that. Peter, that's what we're here for, and I would definitely suggest that. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you would like to take greater control over your assets and ultimately your financial and retirement destiny, that is what Brian Quaranta is here for. He is your resource. Pittsburgh, all surrounding areas. Give him a call if you have questions, if you would like to review and evaluate your options or strategies to have greater control over your financial and retirement future. 800-963-0131 is the number to call. That's 800 800- 963-0131. And Brian, I know that you do make your time available just to answer a few questions over the phone, but if somebody does want to take that next step and come in to ha- have the opportunity to review and evaluate their plan with you, can you talk to us a little bit about that process? What's somebody's experience going to be like? When you come in, the goal here is just to number one, see if we would even be a good fit for you. And if not, that's completely okay. There's no pressure to do business with us. But the first thing what we like to do is we like to just sit down and understand what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. Once we understand that, we can start to give you an idea of what programs are available that might help you formulate the plan that you're looking for. So my team will work. Once we get the information, my team will work on putting together a plan and we'd have you come back in. And as long as everything makes sense to you and you'd like to move forward, my team moves forward in implementing the plan and we handle all the legwork for you. You know, a lot of people say, geez, you know, I want to move this money, but uh, you know, how am I going to do that? What you don't have to worry about that when you come to us, we handle all that legwork for you. It's very seamless. I've got a great team of people that uh, work diligently on a day-to-day basis to provide world-class service so that all you have to do is make the decision, understand the plan, which our planning process is so simple and easy to understand. And once you give us the go ahead, we handle all the legwork for you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is a painless process. Unless you fail to act, we know that procrastination is the biggest opponent and thing that gets in the way of progress. Time is our most valuable asset, and making better decisions early gives you better results later on. Make the most of today so you can get the most from tomorrow. Let's look at what your money is doing for you, how hard it's working for you. And Brian believes that you can better control how your money behaves if If you know some of the strategies and options that are available to you, and many believe that some strategies and options are out of their grasp or reach, but ladies and gentlemen, if you learn these strategies, you can implement them in your own situation to achieve better results. So what if you found out that there were some strategies you were using that were not going to give you the results that you intended? Would you want to know that sooner or later? Give Brian a call and you can be on the path to both protect and grow your assets and potentially increase your enjoyment in retirement. Pick up the phone, give him a call, and he will help you address the fees that you are paying on your money, the risk that you are taking with your money, how much risk is appropriate for your situation, how much could you stand to lose if there's another market downturn into our future, how much are you 
liable for in taxes now and into the future? And how can you keep more of your money working hard for you? And most importantly, answers to the questions of do I have enough or am I doing the right things to make my money last for me throughout retirement? And he will consolidate all of that into an easy to understand report that you can evaluate the merits of on your own and figure out if there are strategies and options that you should be taking advantage of. Pick up your phone right now and give Brian a call. 800-963-0131. That's 800-963-0131. And Brian, we always appreciate your time here on the program and helping us become more informed so we can make better decisions. Thank you for joining us on your game plan for retirement. Pleasure being with you. Thanks for having me as always. And ladies and gentlemen, Brian does look forward to hearing from you. If you have questions, 800-963-0131, or if you'd like to request that report, avoid the common pitfalls that can ruin your retirement. All you have to do to get a copy of that is pick up the phone and give Brian a call, 800-963-0131. And we'll look forward to talking with you next week on your game plan for retirement. The information presented on this program is provided for informational purposes only without warranty of accuracy, completeness, or suitability for particular purpose. This program is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, legal, or tax advice. This information is general in nature, not specific enough to be construed as advice. You should not make any decision based on the information presented on this program without independent consultation with an appropriately licensed professional or competent advisor. Investment in securities or the market involves a potential risk for loss of principal. Trading, therefore, may not be suitable for all listeners. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Withdrawals of growth from annuities may be taxable as ordinary income in the year it is taken. Individuals should review contracts for specific details of the product's features and costs.